Back in on a Taco Tuesday edition of the Broncos Sad Blitz podcast. Uh, I am Danny Williams. I'm along with Danny Bailey in. Uh, how are you, buddy? I'm doing pretty well. Really? You know, All things considered? It's just, uh, it's almost to a point now where I can't be wow. hurt anymore. Listen, listeners, um, what, what you call that is a <laughs> an emotional disconnection from the team. Um. Yeah, it's something I've said about the Rockies for years. It's just like people will say, I'm not going to support this team and spend my money. Well, I have four little kids, and we love going to the game. The atmosphere, the like, Coors Field is, is charming. The product sucks half the time, but I'm not going to take that kind of experience away from my kid. But what I don't do, even though I spend a little bit of money there, is I don't emotionally um, commit myself or invest in the Rockies. I haven't done it in a long time and I'm better for it. We're all better for it. Anytime the Rockies get brought up on like the radio show, it's like bring sadness out and anger, you know what I mean? And everybody. So we just kind of don't do it after like the first month of the season. So I'm not saying, well, actually that's a little bit of what's happened with me and the Broncos over the last probably three or four years. I'd say once you start going like the Case Keenums of the world and you can see the failure before it ever even happened. You can't, no one saw Paxton Lynch coming. Everyone was happy about Paxton Lynch because it's a quarterback you drafted in the first round. When he goes down in flames and it's, you know, a nightmare, um, well, then you realize, hey, well, that's the, you know, that's the, the chance we took. We took a swing and, and it was a mistake. Case Keenum was like a settle. Um, Joe Flacco was desperation. And Drew Locke was simply a second-round draft pick as a quarterback who, if you're a good quarterback and you're worth a damn and anyone thought you could be a quarterback in the league, you're taking the first round. So it's it's a flyer. So I've been, you know, but what happened is when they traded for Russell Wilson, my bucket of hope filled back up. Mm-hmm. And it felt so good to feel like a winner again, even though they hadn't done anything at all besides trade for Russell Wilson and make a few tweaks here and there and, you know, uh, didn't have really much of a draft because they gave away this draft and the next draft for Russell Wilson. So um, it's where we're at. It's here. We're here right now. I'm hurting. That loss last night was a total heartbreaker. It's heartbreak city um, in the city and county of Denver. Um and I'm not sure. Well, I do know. You know, I'm not going to say I'm not sure where to go from here. That was my feeling last week. Where we go from here is now you got to, like, grind. Someone's going to fall on the sword eventually. And I bet you they're considering firing Justin Outen. Outen? Outen, right? Yeah. The offensive coordinator of this team. Because that's about as far as you can go right now to appease the fan base and show them, okay, we're with you. We agree. This ain't it. This is unacceptable. We can't do this anymore. But you're not going to fire Nathaniel Hackett. That's never going to happen until the day after the season ends, if they finish 7-10. and 10. The day after, he'll be fired. Sean Payton, they'll swing for the fences. New ownership yeah. will want the best. You know what I mean? Even though they own Walmart, and Walmart and Target are a little bit different, that doesn't mean the owners themselves, you know, want the best. The Waltons themselves shop at Target. Okay? So... <laughs> I'm seriously. They, they don't get it. To, they, they shop at Target. I don't know how much of their own shopping they're doing. Rich folk don't really go to Walmart sure. for some reason. I, you know? see, I catch, I guys catch like, what you're saying. Guys yeah. like me with four kids go to to Walmart because we're trying to, when we're spending 100 in groceries at Target, wanted to be 
$80 worth of groceries at Walmart, right? Um, so, yeah. So, if this thing, they're feeling the pressure. They're hearing it. Last night, for the first time, for the first time in forever, Russell Wilson doesn't leave the press conference with the Let's Ride. He's heard it. He's fucking learned it from everybody. <laughs> we don't want the let's ride. Don't do the let's ride. You know yeah. what I mean? Read the room, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, I don't even. That was big. That was big. I thought, was, I thought that said yeah. something. That was powerful, I thought. But how quick do you think he goes back to it? If they After get a win. If they beat the Jets, he's going to say, let's ride? Yes. Not good enough. We're riding I don't, again, though. I Three don't want to hear it until you beat until the Jaguars you're 500. and you're 500. Okay. 500 Can I better, tell you something? You can do it. We're going in a direction of the podcast, and it's brought to you by Maverick Sports. Okay, the Maverick Sports app is wicked easy to download. I love these guys. I download um, the app instantly. I register. It happens in the matter of moments. I deposit my money, and then I uh, deposit more and a little bit more. I've cashed out, and when I do, it feels good giving my money. I give my money. Because I won. I need my money. I can't just give it back mm-hmm. to Maverick Up, but I'll probably deposit some more later. Um, all that's easy, super duper easy to use on an app that's like safe and secure and all that kind of stuff. Go check these guys out. They have a match bonus that is $300, they tell us. You know, that's what, what the partnership we have. But I'm seeing like a $750 thing that might be kind of going on now. So go take advantage and go just go to the website. If you like the website, go download the app. If you like the app. Throw a little bit of coin in your account and have it matched and go win money and then tell us about it. Okay, so um, I think the Broncos beat the Jets and beat the Jaguars. There, I said it. That would be great. Would it be? It would be It would be great because on, at the end of the day, like the reason I don't think I'm feeling bad today as opposed to when they lost to the Raiders, when they lost to the Colts, I expected to win those games. I did not expect the Broncos to win last night. And the fact that the defense continues to show up, even though they're not getting shit from the other half of the team, is great. Um, Devastating rookie mistake by (laughs) Montreal Washington last night. To lose a game like that, that was just up for grabs. Truly a coin flip. You did not know which way that game was going to go. And that was the beauty of the game, even mm-hmm. though there wasn't a lot of offensive beauty in the game. To lose like that was just crushing. Yeah. Um, I think the tone of the season um, and where the season's kind of gone has now kind of turned the optimism into now preparing for failures and shortcomings, which is why we're not maybe feeling quite as bad as we were. Um, but again, there's no excuses. There's no excuses. Even though they could be two, two, and two. Again, you know, two, 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 which would be awesome. Oh, dude, I'm taking that in a heartbeat. (laughs) Two, two, and two, I'm taking that in a heartbeat. Um, But they're two and four. Yeah. That's the reality of the situation. I think they beat the Jets because of the Chargers. Here's the thing that I would have, and then it comes back to the Jets. You beat the Chargers. Well, even though the Broncos might not be a team who could beat anybody in the league right now, they're not. The Chargers are. The Chargers are a team that they can go into Kansas City, Buffalo, Tampa Bay, the Philadelphia. They can go to any of those teams and win. And people be like, yeah, man, they, you know, that Herbert, he's right there on Josh Allen's team and all that kind of stuff. So the Broncos could have beat a team that could beat anybody, which doesn't mean you can beat anybody. It's just 
would have been big. It would have changed the feeling, the complexion, everything. But so here's here's what's weird. All that matters is wins and losses. Yes. Right? Correct. Okay. That's all that matters. Okay? In life. And on JJ's nine-year-old baseball and flag football teams, I try, you know, like I want to win so bad at a, a tyrant of a, of a, like, you know, of a rate. I try to explain to the parents, hey, it's just the way I'm built, it's the way God made me, I'm sorry. We want to win. We're, we're used to winning. When we don't win, you know, I get angry. You don't want to see me angry. No. <laughs> what I'm saying is like, I don't know. What was the point? What was I saying? Um, wins and losses are all that matter. It's Yes, wins and losses are all that matter. And that's what I really believe not only is that the reality of the NFL and professional sports, but in like the way I would deal with my own freaking kids. Take away the wins and losses. Lift it up. It's like a world that doesn't matter. Okay? Take away the wins and the losses. Well, then they're that team that was just kind of this close to beating a really good team that's now four and two and is going to the playoffs. So of course, the wins and losses are the only thing that matters. But, like, lift up the wins and losses. Take that off of, like, the table here. And the body of work isn't great. It's not good. It's not good. But then you can feel and see, like, how close they really were. Not yeah. just in that game, but over the entirety of every loss. Now four losses that they've had this season. Minus probably um, the Raiders loss because that was just a little bit different. So, I mean, you're right. You're right. Because you do get glimpses where of like what it should have been, what it could have been like the deep pass, albeit un underthrown because he had Lloyd Cushenberry in his lap when Russell Wilson aired it out to KJ Hamler, who made a fantastic adjustment to catch the ball and keep a drive alive and actually give him a spark. KJ makes that play. The next play is, uh, a deep out route or a crossing route to Jerry Judy and the, and those two young receivers who have been so frustrated that they haven't been able to perform and produce for this team are starting to see like what the offense can be, but then they just have to kick another field goal. They can't get in the end zone. Um, the only touchdown of the night for them comes on uh, Greg Dulcich blown coverage by the Chargers yeah. where he's wide open down the scene. You could look at it as a cool design or whatever and a step into a throw where he could have not saw him or could have got hit there as he's stepping deep in the play. It was a yeah. nice play, but you're right. It's just like... But when I see that, it's like that's the frustrating thing think. is because it think. could be better, and it's been so bad. Here's what I think. Another coach could be winning... With this same yes, group, I agree, and this same situation, Doug Peterson would be winning, and they'd be four and two or three sure. and three. Yeah, Brian Dable would be undefeated um, with this team. I think Dan Quinn would be winning. Yeah. Okay. We got when uh, we like right now. If you go to King Supers or they got these uh, candy apples or like Daffy apples, they're like the caramel or like the red. Yeah, dip, and then like they got like this granola or something so sweet and tasty on the outside, they're delicious. Okay, so the three pack we get like a three pack, right? So every now and then, like one of the apples just isn't that good inside. You know what I mean? Like almost they're good all the time, but even them, like the apple could look beautiful, but inside it's just like eh, kind of brown and not. Yeah, we got the bad apple coach. We got there's a lot of good coaches. M Mike McDaniel, fucking this guy. Yeah, dweeb, 
but you know, it's like rocket scientist, like funny, charisma, kind of like don't give a damn what anyone thinks about him. Mm-hmm. Not handsome like Sean McVay, but it ain't about that. Brian Dable, fuck, look at what the Giants are doing. <laughs> you kidding me? Yeah. The New York Football Giants are the best story in the NFL up to this point. Um, Dan Quinn stays there, and that defense is the reason why the Cowboys are worth a damn right now when they're, you know, $200 million quarterback is not playing. Uh, who was else? Give me another coach. Um, give me another rookie coach. Who am I leaving out? Was there one more out there somewhere? Uh, no. Um, I mean, Josh McDaniels, but oh. he's not doing well. And he's heard, not, he's technically not a rookie. I coach, was listening so. somewhere and I heard, you're right, just first year. I was hearing somewhere like, you know, someone say, all like some, there's some stats and signs that the Raiders are going to come back to life and turn this thing around. I don't know if I believe they're another one and four, but, you know, that's what someone's saying. That's what I heard someone say. I ain't heard nothing like that about the Broncos. And we live here and we do this. And we're the ones saying the things. It's a low point. It sucks. You can't fire the coach right now. He won't be fired at any point in the season. It'd be unheard of. It would be unheard of if Nathaniel Hackett were to be. I'm not even entertaining the notion because it's not reality. It's never happened. It's only happened a couple times in the history of the league, and there was, like, extenuating circumstances that it happened. But if they go 7-10, and 10, the day after the season, they'll have Vince McMahon in there. Yeah. They'll just do it. They will have to because the Waltons will hear it. This is on them. This is a reflection on them. They don't want to look like losers. Mm-hmm. They were winners. There's Again, you know, there's some swagger that comes with, look at every other rich guy who was one of these super rich guys. The Richard Branson guy looks like, you know, the hair, the whole thing. He looks like a million. And then Bezos bought that new wife, robot wife, and uh, he's, you know, got muscles and all that kind of now. Like being rich, you know, Mark Cuban dyes his hair, looks like, like freaking, you know, uh, Shanahan and Kubiak, you know, it's like, uh, you got to go one shade lighter. It doesn't look real, you know? So it's like, that's what rich guys, there's, there's a brand, there's a, you know, you got to, you hang out with other rich guys. You don't want to look like an asshole. Yeah. So they'll have an obligation to find a way to get this thing right as soon as possible. He wasn't their hire. Owners want to hire their own, you know, Mike Shanahan. I'm sorry, um, Pat Bolin, you know, I run the show. He made it very clear mm-hmm. when it was up for debate, and people thought that Mike Shanahan's calling every shot. He fires Mike Shanahan, a guy who's almost unfireable, and at the next press conference says, you know, I run the show. Let's not get it twisted here. So they'll want to make their own hire. I don't know how. I, listen, I don't know how to turn it around, but I believe they can. I guess I'm going to say I believe they will beat the Jets in five nights. Six nights. On Sunday. Five. And then travel to London. Ah, Yeasville. Yeasville. And they find a way to beat the Jaguars there. They come back, and they have a bye, and they're four and four. Then we'll reevaluate. Until then. I have no clue what we're going to talk about the Broncos Plus podcast for the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have we have some, we've got an, like there's a, there's a lot to talk about. <coughs> it's there endless. was some stuff going on. Oh, uh, dude, last night. I mean, there's there, every now every week. Well, Russell the Melvin Wilson's Gordon got stuff. another injury. Melvin Gordon. I bet they're trying to shop him, but yeah. you know they were the only teams interested. Yeah, at the time, Latavius Murray, guys like that are out there for nothing. 
for nothing, league minimum. You got to pay fucking Melvin Gordon a couple million bucks, million and a half bucks still, whatever it is, through the rest of this year. When you don't want to do that, you want to pay a guy three or four hundred thousand to come in here and do the same thing, what you believe will be the same thing. But watch this one right here. It's going to be good. Um, for anyone who wants to bury Melvin Gordon, cut him, fire him, trade him, if the Broncos are going to have any success this season and find a way to turn this thing around and make the playoffs, it can only happen with the help of Melvin Gordon. Oh, God. Damn. Wow. That's, that's big. That's powerful. It doesn't look like he's going to ever be on the field for this team again. That's great podcasting. I, at one point or another, he will need to be. I think you're right. And maybe Which he is was kind more of what, last kind of night. Shocking maybe he would uh, find yeah. a way to make some plays. Yeah. Could have, should have, would have now. I'm not saying yeah. Melvin Gordon would have saved him because I actually liked a lot what Latavius Murray did. I did, too. thought he was really good. Yep. thought that was really good. And then, like, Mike Boone, it's just like we never got enough to see if the guy's capable of that. Yeah. You know, he looks the part of a third running back, I guess. But, you know, that's another issue. That's a whole podcast. Maybe that's tomorrow's podcast. What do we figure out? What do we do with Melvin Gordon? But uh, Total Beverage, part of the podcast as well, TotalBev.com. They deliver curbside pickup to giant locations. They're, you know, great partners on their podcast, and I've been going and giving them my business because I always say sometimes you got to go stop at, like, the corner liquor store thing and grab a 12-pack, but that, like, $20 12-pack there is, like, 14 or 13 or you know, bucks at Total Bev. You know, so, like, go if you're, you know, got – if you do a – bottle of tequila and uh, some beers and you kind of go stock up for the week or for a couple of weeks. you got to do it at Total Beverage. We like those guys a lot. And then uh, Maverick Sports, our partners in this podcast as well. Um, couldn't say enough good things about those guys. There's a lot of options for you to go uh, websites and apps to go spend your money and bet your money on. But the way I feel like on the app, the way it looks, it's like visually appealing. Maverick Sports just, like, just has it for me. I like them a lot. Um, and then finally, Platte River Mortgage, Sean Sedita, um, he calls himself a small boutique firm, and that's just in the way they handle their client. He's going to, like, all the way from start to finish. Um, starts with the conversation. doesn't want you to call in. He's not, he's not going to run your credit. He doesn't want you to fill out any paperwork. He's not going to charge you a bunch of money to get started with the, the process. Um, he, my brother, me, uh, dudes here at the radio station, bought our house with Platte River Mortgage with Sean Sedita, who's a class act and the guy who you want um, like fighting for you while you're trying to put an offer in on that house that might have 10 other offers on. How am I going to you know get this house? Well, it's because they're going to know Sean Sedita and Platte River Mortgage and the reputation and know you're going to get to the finish line with these guys. We love those guys as well. So, Danny Bailey, good job. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate um, you. Yeah, man. All the guys who do the podcast, you're one of my favorite guys. Listen, you're, your hair's a little bit better than Breeze. Don't tell her I said that. You shouldn't have said it with a Damn hot mic. It. Can you edit this dangerous. out of the podcast? Yeah, I'll take it out. Well, here's why. Yesterday she was like, I was out. like, hey, what's up, Bree? She was like, nothing. My hair. I hate it. It's too dark. And I was like, well, calm down. Uh, it looks great because it's pink. Yeah. She I should have told hair. her. I thought it looked great yesterday. Damn, you should have. Yeah. Next time you see her, be like, that's the right color of pink. It looks great. Because she thought it was a little too dark of pink. So um, while I was trying to give you a compliment, I pissed off my other co-hosts in the process. That's so. all right. That's all right. Um, but I really do uh, think she's the best. You're the best. Um, that's it, man. Uh, radio show, 10 to noon, Mile High Sports, every single weekday. Um, 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. If that doesn't work for you, then you can um, go watch it at milehighsports.com. That website is a juggernaut. It's huge. App. 
on demand, all that kind of stuff. The Bronco Bliss podcast can be found anywhere in the world. Podcasts can be found or had. But you can go to Mile High Sports and find it too. Uh, all that kind of stuff. So if you found us on accident, if you're new, we do it every single day, right? About 30 minutes. Got different great guests. Tani does it once or twice a week with me. Um, and he does a really good job. What's your Twitter again? At dbailey5280. I'm sorry. I, I'm driving right now listening. Can you say that one more time? At dbailey5280. Okay. Uh, appreciate you guys out there. And we love you guys. Thanks for listening to the Broncos Blitz podcast. Good night, Sheila. Good night, Sierra. <laughs>